Yeah, and for everybody listening, just know that we're gonna get through this and you're all amazing and we're all in this fight together in this thing called life, you know? And just you just gotta believe in yourself and keep going no matter what you do, no matter what you're doing. guys what's up welcome to the new era podcast i am your host new era if this is your first time tuning in welcome if this is not your first time tuning in welcome back i am so excited for today's episode i have actor kiri stevens here well he actually called in i don't have him in studio today but i'm so excited for you guys to listen to today's episode he has done so much in his work and he is super cool i've had the the pleasure of meeting him and he is so amazing so i'm gonna go ahead and introduce him right now so if you guys want to go ahead and subscribe if you guys haven't already all right so today's guest is kiri stevens what's up kiri hey what's up hey thank you so much for doing this i'm so excited of course, this is awesome. Me too. So I did a little bit of an introduction of what you do, but not really. I really want you to kind of explain to people. So you do a lot. You do. You're an actor. You're in television, film, theater. You kind of do it all. Yeah, pretty much. Voiceover, hand modeling. I do everything. So I want to talk about like how you got started. Uh, I yeah, pretty much. I started when I was a little kid back home in the Midwest. Um. I did my first like print commercial when I was like six years old. I had like a local agency, you know, and I did a lot of plays in school through elementary school. And I kind of stopped when I got to junior high school. Um, And then I got more involved again back like when I was in high school because there's I grew up in a small town in the Midwest in Cincinnati. So there wasn't like so much that you can do there but i did whatever i could okay so how did how did your like family take it when you first wanted to get into acting um they didn't really understand because my mom and dad are immigrants and um they were you know they're from greece so they really didn't understand what was going on i was always um super super smart uh like i had straight a's and they wanted me to be a lawyer or a doctor or something like that so that was my initial what I was working towards growing up, and then when I went to high, you know college, but I always deep down wanted to move to Hollywood to you know pursue my career in film and television and entertainment, and I finally did. So then they ended up being supportive because at the end of the day they just wanted me to be happy. Yeah, and how long did it take you to to take that trip to to move to LA? Uh, it was pretty quick, like right after I graduated. I had an agency that I started out with locally, actually in Akron, Ohio. They were like my mother agency when I was younger, growing up as a teenager. And I did a huge like convention in LA. I forget what year it was. It was over 10 years ago now. But they had this whole like, it was like this competition that you do. And I flew out with a big group of ki- you know kids at the time and competed in a competition for acting and modeling and that was kind of like my first taste like in a bigger market Um, and I got some interest but not as much as I probably would get today because I know more but that was like my first taste but I did get my first talent manager 
who discovered me at that convention and she was like whenever you're ready whenever you come to la i'm gonna start submitting you and you know sending you out on auditions i love you i love everything about you so i got my first manager through that competition before i even moved to la oh okay and did you find so me get started like you know here and booking jobs right away so did you find any like did you get nervous by any chance like when you moved to la because i know a lot of people when they take that trip to pursue their their dreams in in la they kind of get nervous but did you feel somewhat confident knowing that you had someone to back you up already um i mean yeah because i kind of i mean i grew up like my family comes from a restaurant background so i kind of grew up working since i was like seven years old so i've always been around like you know just the working environment hard work ethic so i had that behind me i mean i was nervous but part of me wasn't nervous but i was nervous because it was a whole new world a whole new city and i was you know young and yeah it was like hard but it I felt confident because I already had a manager who then got me an agent. So I was like, well, at least I have some things done before I even moved to LA. Right. That's awesome. And you've done. But there were no guarantees, though, either, because just because you have an agent or a manager doesn't mean you're going to work either. You know, a lot of people go through, as I have had myself, have switched managers and agents over the last, five, you know, eight years. Mm-hmm. And do you think a lot of people kind of think when they do sign in, into an agency or a manager, like they, they automatically think is going to be like smooth sailing from there? Or what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I never thought that way because, again, I come from like a business background and I know that at the end of the day, you have to put in the work. You have to get, you know, fight for the results that you want and <laughs> nobody's going to push you. And believe in you the way you believe in yourself um and you can't get comfortable and think oh just because i have a manager and agent i could just sit here and wait but wait for my phone to ring because that's a other subject i mean you have to you have to have the right marketing materials you have to take the right pictures whatever that means you have to take acting classes you have to network the right way i mean there's so many layers to having a career and to be a working actor and a working talent like it's not i mean i have i have made have had many friends who've gotten agents some bigger than me or smaller or whatever but as long as you find people who really believe in you and your talent they're there to push you but at the end of the day it's your like you're you're the one who's going to get the job when you walk into a room regardless of who your agent or manager is right that's definitely true yeah i think a lot of people don't like especially when people that don't that haven't done acting before or want to do it i don't think a lot of people realize like how much work you actually have to put in like how much even prep time and and right. you know, networking and that type of stuff a lot goes into it I mean, it's taken years when it start. like people always ask me, but it started very, it started from back home and it started from networking when I didn't even live here. And, you know, with emails, relationships, friends, re- referrals, like there's so many layers that go into how you make your connections and then you have to keep them and, you know, plant them and make them grow. Like it just doesn't. And then, you know, that's how it continues to smooth to roll over into something more but there's so much work there's classes there's studying there's pictures and and then there's a lot of rejection and there's people who 
tell you no, like you hear no more than you do yes. So you have to be a super strong person to, you know, funnel your way through a career in entertainment. But I feel like that's any career. Right. That's true. But it's more so in entertainment from what, from my experience, from what I think. Yeah. What, what do you think like has kept you going? What's kept me going is like the passion for what I want to do to tell stories. And at the end of the day, that's what makes me happy when I'm on set, when I'm working, when I'm inspiring somebody with my story and with my talent. You know, I think that's what keeps me going. For me, it's never been about I want to be famous. I want to be this. I want to be super rich. I mean, all those things are nice, I guess, if that's what you're. But you have to go in it with the mentality of doing something that you love, because if you do what you love, you will be a happier person because if you're not happy and you're super famous and you're super rich and your soul is empty, then what good is that going to do for you if you're not happy and you're not able to enjoy it? Right. That's definitely true. And um, you are very humble for like all the work you've done. You've done a lot of work in the, in the time that you've been an actor. Um, right. You And I've had people tell me even before I moved here, I mean, I had a professor in college because when I majored in pre-law and theater, so I was like a because I was going to go to law school, like I told you. But one of my professors, she was like the strict Russian lady and she was very negative and she was like, you know, you'll never work. You'll never have a career. You'll never make it. You'll never you should never go to Hollywood like nobody would ever hire you. So if I really listened to her, like it would have stopped me from you know pursuing my dreams but so you have to like understand who you are and know yourself and know what you want to do regardless of who's around you and maybe she didn't mean it in that way but at the time it was hurtful but i'm glad i really didn't listen to her fast forward to a few years later she was emailing me asking me if i can go back and speak to people at the college that i went to <laughs> oh do you, does that happen a lot to you because i know you know you're from a small town so does that happen to you pretty frequently uh, um, what do you mean? Like, where a lot of people hit you up, like, "Hey, Carrie, see, it's nice to see you doing uh, good." Yeah, yeah. people like, they want to get with my agent, or they want to get with this person. Like, and it's like how I get got certain agencies. Like, they've happened naturally. Like, nobody really just handed me my agents. You know what I mean? One, one of my best agents I met when I was getting my hair cut. So you just never know where you're gonna meet people, where you're gonna make those connections, and you like again people think it's easy like oh i'm gonna reach out to this person because they're my friend's manager and maybe they'll do the same thing for me but you have to understand that their relationship is different than mine or whoever else's you know and it's a small world even though la and new york are so big and massive i've come to find out that it's a very small circle and the word gets around quick so yeah, I've had people like in acting classes reach out to old agents that I've been with in the past and say, oh, I saw you helped Kiri. He booked all these jobs. Can you be my agent? He said I should reach out to you. And then, of course, my agent's going to call me and say, hey, do you know A, B, or C? Because he said that you blah, blah, blah. And I've done and I've helped people, but that's if they've asked me first and I really know their work and I trust them, yeah, you know what I mean? Definitely. You can't just 
But a lot of people, but I think the truth always comes out in the end. So, yeah, that's definitely true. You brought up a very important point that I'd like to like let a lot of my friends know is, you know, you know, you could meet anyone everywhere. Like you said, you met, is it your agent at the, when you're kind of getting your haircut? Yeah. Um, so one of my best agents who I've made a lot of money and booked many, many jobs with every, you know, from Apple to, mcdonald's to pizza to so many commercials and campaigns like she was she's one of my top agents and i was getting my haircut one day and she's like the vice president of the long one of the big agencies in la and that's where i met her so yeah that's that's so great to hear too because just even stories like that is just kind of goes to show like literally you could be i mean even how we met which is actually pretty funny because it just kind of happened to her um in in LA and I was just you know we had done um cream talk and it was just it just kind of like happened and it was like such a great experience just because at the at the end of the day I think you know when you do when you go and do anything like whether it's something for networking or if you're just like you were just getting a haircut um you're just running or anything like that you could literally meet anyone anywhere and I think one thing that I always like to like let people know is just you know, always just be kind to others because you just never know, especially not only what people are going through, but like, again, you never know if that could be your next agent or your next friend or you just never know. You know what I mean? Right. You always have to be open and be like, be who you are without putting it on. Because a lot of people and I have a lot of friends who think networking is a job, like it's hard or they don't know how to do it. There's nothing to it. You just have to be yourself and Right. That's, you know, into any situation being your authentic self and that that will always shine through, which does when you're getting a job, when you're going for an interview, when you're going for an audition, like if you're just who you truly are, then that's what will come across. And that's what people want. Like people want to figure out what they want. They want you to be who you are. Right. Genuinely, because that's what that's what, at the end of the day, that's what people all the people we look up to from the old Hollywood stars to current ones like that people like them because they're who they are. They're their personalities. Right. And there there's something just about just being like when people are networking, I think a lot of people, some people like um, they overthink it as well. Like how you said, you literally just have to be yourself, you know, like right. um, be your genuine self and just that'll shine through. That's what you need to shine through. Cause I think, um, a lot of people like and I used to second guess myself growing up a lot, you know, like I was scared to show off my personality or like say certain things right. that I was interested in and that type of stuff. But then after I kind of broke through that, I realized like that's just what made me, you know what I mean? I'm I'm into so many yeah. different things and I could be I could have so many different hobbies and be into so many different art forms because I, I genuinely have an interest for it. You know what I mean? Right. So I wanted to talk about well a little bit about your work because you've done a lot of a lot of projects a lot of television a lot of films you've done a Star Is Born you've done so much yeah I can't even list everything you've done <laughs> right but what's one of the what's one of your favorite projects you've you've worked on um wow. I think recently that the experience of working on A Star is Born and being directed by Bradley Cooper and having a scene with him and Anthony Ramos was just a great experience. And then connecting with Lady Gaga on set 
and just having her be so down to earth and tell me like that I did a great job and that I was a beautiful person and just connecting with all of them was just so great. And literally my first hour on set, my first day I was in the makeup chair and I was sitting next to Bradley Cooper and he was also the director. So it was just a great experience all around to be with such amazing, positive people, you know? Right. And did, is it true? I mean, I've so many, like, and I've worked, I did a pilot with Whoopi Goldberg and she was just fantastic and so funny and free and down to earth and just exactly who she is on TV. Again, it goes back to these people are genuine, genuinely who they show you they are, you know, right. they're not putting on. And that's why they're who they are and they're loved by millions of people. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's super important because you when you see these actors that you name, you, you could kind of tell, like, especially on how people talk about them, how highly they speak of them, like how genuine they are as well. Right. Yeah. So um, is it true that usually like on set, like you're there like all day or how does that usually work? Yeah, it's very. I've had many, many days on different projects and i've done music videos i've done commercials like print jobs modeling jobs voiceovers hand like so every set and every experience is different but most of them are super long hours and a lot of sitting and waiting so i've had moments where i'm like oh my god what am i doing is this really what i what i'm supposed to do but then it's like yeah it is you know you have to be great and I've had jobs where we filmed everything in two hours and it was my most paid commercial I've ever done. So it kind of like, you just never know. You have to go into that experience open every time you get a job or every time you're on set. Right. That's definitely. But you can't plan anything. Like once you're booked, like you have to realize like you're booked and you're owned by that production for the time period from beginning to end. Yeah. And did but there's a lot of people who complain or they're like it's too long or it's too many hours. But then it's like then you're not really in it for the right reasons. I think so. Yeah, that's. I mean, I wouldn't even know like how like because do you do you kind of have an idea like when you take a role? Do you kind of have an idea how long you're going to be on set, or is that kind of just like no. a day to day basis? Yeah, you just never know. Oh. Every job different. Every set is different. Every production is different. I mean, you really can't pinpoint anything. And I th I think that's what makes it so attractive. Like, that's what makes it so fun, too. And, you know, even like music videos, those are notoriously known to be quick shoots, like two, three days, but very, very long shoots and a lot of waiting because you have massive celebrities. I mean, I've done videos with Chris Brown, Katy Perry, uh, Jacquees, Dej Loaf, I mean, certain uh, Taylor Swift. So certain artists, like, obviously those videos are all about them. Just being in that realm and that experience teaches you to just, you know, go with the flow. Like, if you're a go with the flow kind of person, I think you would, you'll do well in the entertainment industry. Yeah. and so. But if you're like, ADD and it has to be blah blah like this way that way like it's kind of hard to I don't think you'll ever be happy if it's if that's how you operate but then again everybody's different so right and I think it does like boil down to like how you said like you just genuinely have to love what you do 
Yeah, if you love what you do, you won't care if you're sitting there for 30 hours because you're doing what you love versus, I don't know, flipping a hamburger or packing up these bags. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I've done that myself, mm-hmm. but, you know, or serve somebody frozen. You, Whatever you do, like, do it being, you have to be happy doing it. So Yes, definitely. And what are some, like, differences from, like, a, a music video set opposed to, like, a movie set? And don't get me wrong, like there's been some times when I've worked with, you know, on certain projects where everything wasn't smooth and there's people with, you know, different personalities mm-hmm. and different is, but it, it comes back to how you're able to handle people, you know? Um, what were your questions? Like the difference ver- of videos versus commercials and stuff. Yeah, Like as far as set wise, is it, is there a big difference on music videos opposed to movies? Um, not really like music videos a lot of them shoot in green screen or they find locations like you know different houses or different a lot of them are on you know in studios or it just depends on the project or where they're filming it right and do you usually do um have you had to like travel for a role or is it mainly all of it in la yeah mostly la new york and a couple of times i really there's a lot of stuff in other places, but I haven't really had to travel anywhere yet, like Atlanta and Florida and New Orleans. Right. I mean, for the most part, LA and I'd love to travel more, but for me, a lot of things have shot in LA, Ohio, and New York. Right. Um, and I, I've been lucky. I've heard that like a lot of stuff is shot in Ohio, but I, I don't think a lot of people really realize that, right? Right. Because they wouldn't think that, but there's a lot of tax breaks, okay. and I guess why a lot of people shoot there. Oh, so, and then I, I'm like, well, great, that's where I'm from, so it'll be easy, blah blah blah. But it's like the agencies that are there don't know how to push their talent that live in the bigger market. It's like confusing. Oh, okay. There's a lot more business that goes into it, right? Than people like realize. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's a lot of business, like you have to be business savvy and business smart too, to kind of, to get it. Yeah. But, and be, and and understand that it's always changing and you're always growing and always evolving and you'll never have all the answers to anything ever. So. That's very true. Do you? That's why people have a hard time understanding, you know, what I do or what people do in entertainment because there's no really it's not it's not black and white ever and it never will be so yeah that's true though do you find that like you've you've grown a lot as an actor from when you first started oh my god (laughs) yeah yeah so much and i look at videos and old reels and old projects that i've done and like i cringe First of all, I don't even like watching myself ever or hearing myself like doing this. I'm going to be like, ah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you learn so much. You learn where to look. You learn how to listen, how to be on set, where to stand, where which side looks better, like where who, what side you photograph better. Like there's so many things that. That go into yeah. play. It's just hard to explain and hard to even realize that. Oh, my God, I never knew that back then or whatever. But then I'm like, well, I was 16, 17. Like, you just don't know when you're younger. But then there's little kids. I mean, little kids are the best artists and best actors there are, I think. 
yeah, those little kids are super. There's I've seen a few and like I'm like, how do they memorize all the lines? This is crazy. Like they're just so right. they're so smart. And you just know how to be I think when we're young, like I remember even when I did plays in school in elementary school and even at the print jobs and commercials I did when I was little, like I wasn't really thinking about anything. Cause when you're a kid, you don't think about the real life problems that you do once you hit like 16, 17, 18 and you start to become an adult, you know, when you're, Oh, you're just worried about what you're going to eat later, what you're going to wear, what your friends you're going to play with. You're not sitting there worrying about how you look, what you sound like, you know, you just take direction from your director and you keep it pushing. So I think that's why kids are so great. I mean, I've worked with some amazing kids and I've actually worked in casting as well, which is on sitting on the other side of what I do, where people have auditioned for big projects. And I've learned a lot by working on the other side. And I've seen big stars come in and read and little kids that have become big stars now. And I was like, it's so great to have been a part of watching them audition for something. Right. Do you still get nervous when you audition for roles? Um, not nervous. I get, I mean, I've kind of changed my, my um, vocabulary, but I just take every experience as an opportunity to be excited. So I'm always excited to, but I mean, of course, like if it's a huge role and it's going to be with somebody I really respect I want the job, but I think nervous is a, I've trained myself by working on myself and working on my thought process to not think of it as nerves, but just as excitement. So I've learned to try, but I mean, I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat it and act like I don't. So yeah, there's times where, you know, you're having a bad day or you, you have to put your life aside when you go into an audition because you can't bring all that all that into a room i mean these people don't want the u-haul truck they just want you to come in and do what is written on the page and tell your version of it and hopefully it's what they're what they're looking for at that moment that's very but you can't bring in all the distractions and all the problems and everything else going on in your personal life because working on the casting side and i've been casting as well like i can tell right away you know who's going to come in and kill it when they just come in and they're free and just do what's on the page and they're relaxed, you know, they're relaxed, they're confident. And I think confidence comes from being like in the moment and just connecting with the people in the room. Right. And so, yeah, but of course it's always interesting and always exciting to meet new people and, you know, come and get to do what you do and, I think part of the nerves or whatever is because you just want to work and keep doing, you know, good work. True. And what were some challenges that you had, like when you first started your acting career? Um, I think a lot of it was just grasping with how things work in a larger market, you know, like coming from a small town and, being thrown into like a huge market and competing with people who've been doing it longer than me or people who were born here or people who have had, you know, better connections and things like that. Okay. Comparing myself, maybe like when you're younger, you do a lot of, I don't know, 
you kind of go back and forth and you there's a lot of doubts and but I think that never goes away and people you know yeah but it's you have it's just work a lot of it is like working on yourself is a huge part of life always and your mental state whether you're in acting or not but for acting like there's a lot of self-work and inner work and peace and meditation that you have to do like I study people that I respect and admire in my field and other fields and a lot of them you know say it just takes work working on yourself right to become a full life and a successful life yeah the um one thing you brought up that's like very important is like peace and meditation and like that's one thing i just recently started meditation like a couple weeks ago and it's been literally one of my favorite things to do because i've i found it hard to like it's so hard (laughs) I I've right? yeah I, I found um I found like so many different videos to like how to do it for beginners and that type of stuff but honestly it's literally right. been I've been trying to get the hang of it I'm still not fully like a pro at it but it's been oh, no. it's been such a blessing because I think when you actually take that time just to kind of like meditate and become like leveled and everything you kind of just I don't know it just been it's been so um positive for me just for me to do but how do you because right. you're a pretty chill person like your your energy is, i know your energy is always <laughs> super positive like anytime we've talked and stuff but how do you remain like that mm, i think a lot of it comes from like my family and my upbringing too just being surrounded by love from the time I was a child, from my parents and my family and my family in Greece and my uncles and my cousins and even my friends and people I keep in my like, you really have to be careful, like who you keep in your life, what kind of energy. And I'm the kind of person who's open and I like love everybody and want to be friends with everybody. But I've learned over time that that can be toxic if you allow you know, bad energies. And sometimes people don't even know they're being bad or they have negative energy. But if you're somebody like me, who's just welcoming and so open and an open vessel, which is how you should be if you're a great artist too. Um, I think a lot of the, a lot of it has been from like, just me. I'm very thankful and I can't thank God enough for my upbringing and my family, because I think that has given me a certain calmness in my life that, you can't even buy it's kind of priceless right so and um you talked to yeah. you talked to um uh, something that you're very uh, passionate about is your family and um you're upbringing your uh, family restaurant how long has that been open oh my god over my parents have over 30 years now and it's in kentucky which is right across the river from cincinnati ohio so we live in i grew up in cincinnati but i our bit, my family's business was in Newport, Kentucky. Okay, and how was? Which is like southern, like mom and pop shop, and I grew up there, like working there since I was like I loved being around people and you know just working with my dad and my mom and since I was a kid and customers would give me tips because you know you're a little kids working in there. Right. Yeah, and, and you know that's I just love hearing. I I remember when you first told me that your um family owned a restaurant for that many years. I'm like I was so excited because I'm just so big on like family owned businesses and like because it just takes so much to just keep it going. You know what I mean? 
So yeah, uh, tell me about. <laughs> so, because I'm so excited about uh, this conversation. And my parents really went through a lot, you know, to achieve that. And they were immigrants, and they came to America in the '80s, and we were born later than that, obviously. But it was so like, I'm just so proud of them that they did that, and you know, they set a foundation, a positive foundation for us, and. I mean, if you can survive in a restaurant business and survive that work ethic, I believe you can do anything. And that's another thing that has kept me calm and has helped me in my career because, like, if you can survive the restaurant world and the 24-7 of that, I believe you can do anything. Like, now that is some hard work. Right. I worked at a restaurant, too, and I think, what was that? I, I'm just saying, like, that is really hard work, the restaurant business. It's no joke. It's not. I think so. I think people should at least try and try yeah. once if you, I mean, because, you know, the thing is that I realize that aside from, like, every job I've had, it kind of, like, set me up for the future and stuff. But it, it teaches you a lot of, aside from, like, customer service, but actual work ethic and, like, putting in work and, like, just realizing, okay, you know what, like, you're going to have to work hard for things in life it isn't easy it's not just you know even with the whole like tips thing it's like man we're we're busting our backs for this man like it's just so much work but i think people should like you know if if they're looking for a first job if they're barely getting into like the work world and stuff and they're younger i feel like it would just be a good start just to kind of like let people know like hey you know what the importance of like being kind to others as well as you know it's your job and stuff like that but it's a lot of work you know right and you deal with every personality. I mean, even if you're nice, like you have people. I remember growing up because the hours were so long from morning until late in the morning where people are out drinking. Like there's drunk people, there's rude people, there's nasty people, there's super nice people. Like you deal with all walks of life too. So you kind of teaches you how to like deal with people and just be. So I think if you can survive the restaurant business, you can survive anything. So that taught me a lot and it's helped me a lot in my life altogether. Yeah, that's true. And so do you still, I mean, from time to time, do you still um, help out with the family business? Yeah, I mean, I help, like, I'm one of the part owners now. So I kind of help, like, with the behind the scenes stuff as far as, like, office stuff, work, you know, paperwork, things like that. But I'm not physically, obviously, there. Now, my, um, but my brothers work full time um, there. and they're doing a great job of that. So yeah, I, I love hearing that. You know, you guys. But my dad, yeah. But I mean, I'm glad my parents did that. You know, and we lost my dad when he was young, and we were very young teenagers. So when you lose it, losing a parent has been the hardest thing that we've ever gone that I've ever gone through. So especially when you come from a very close household, right? And lose. Like losing your main person in the house has been very was very challenging, and we were very young, and we had to keep everything going. So yeah, definitely. I think that's where a lot of the calm peace has come in my life too. You know, just knowing that my dad is there and carrying me through everything. And he always used to tell me that I can do anything I ever want to do in my life, and he's really right. I mean, everything I've ever wanted to accomplish, I've done so yeah yeah that's it's just it's it's very i'm glad that my parents taught us that and taught me those traits that really 
you know, a lot of people think, oh, yeah, whatever. That's not true. But it really is. I mean, if you really want something and you really work at it and you really put your mind at it, like you can achieve anything. That's true. I mean, I graduated college early. I got a full scholarship. I've done everything I've ever wanted to do in my life so far. So, yeah. And a lot through hard work and just believing in myself against rejection, against negativity, against bullies, against whatever. And I, you know, some of that I didn't even, wasn't even aware of. It was happening behind my back. So, yeah. And you've, but if you know yourself and you love yourself, anything is possible. That's very true. You've talked about some challenges that you've gone through and you've done quite a quite a few in your life, you know, but one of the ones that like is so amazing that I always love to like want to talk about is your weight loss journey as well. Oh yeah, which goes back to <laughs> that all started from running working in the restaurant because when you're a kid and your parents own a restaurant and you can eat and drink all day long <laughs> and it's fried food and french fries and soft drinks People always used to say, how did you get so fat? And I think it just started from, A, having a Greek mother. And after my dad died and once I started college and I knew I wanted to come here to, you know, pursue my career, I just, you know, it, it really happened after my dad passed away. I was like, I can't do this anymore. It's just, it's not healthy. It's cool. It doesn't make or break or change anything about who I am. But for my own health, I wanted to, I wanted to do it for me. And I decided to start my journey for myself right and you did it you know all natural. the natural yeah and how did how did that how did you start that journey oh lord it was so hard i just because i never played sports i did everything in school but sports so i was senior president high school you know newspaper president editor drama club this that but i never played sports so i just always avoided the gym like when i would take have gym class i would be eating like pizza and stuff instead of working out mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but i just got to the point where i was like you know what this is not good anymore and i don't feel happy and i was like i want to be happy and i want to take care of myself so i started doing a lot of research and you know looking stuff up online and and my parents always helped me they were they always encouraged me to try to lose weight and they took me to this place and that place and I, you know i tried slim i just tried many different diet programs and i always failed because i was lying to myself you know i wasn't really doing it a hundred percent like i knew i could but once i decided in my mind that i was ready i started journaling and i started writing everything down and i just I set goals for myself. I mean, I was over 400 pounds, so I was super obese. Um, and I, again, going back to what I said earlier, I believe that I could do anything if I worked at it. And I did, and I have, and, and I changed my mentality and my wording about how to handle that. Like, instead of thinking of it as a diet, I just made it become part of my life and my lifestyle and it's still part of my lifestyle and it's still a journey that's up and down you know right because i'm the kind of person who can look at food and gain weight so for me i know that i have to always be cautious and be careful and i have to and i love exercising and i work out all the time now like the last over 10 years now so 
it just became part of my lifestyle and I became much happier, you know? Yeah. And I became happier because I did it on my own and I did it for me, not because people judge me or people told me I could and couldn't. I mean, I had people say to my mom that, oh, he'll never lose weight. He's big bone. He's fat. He's this, he's that. Like, again, people always want to tell you what to do, but no one's in control of your own life and your own destiny, but you. That's very true. So it's really like, I just knew that I wanted to change and I wanted to feel better about myself. Yeah. And you, and it's, yeah. And I've done it. And how much did you end up losing after all? I've lost now over 230 pounds. That's amazing. And I had a couple of times in between the last 10 years where I went up like 20 pounds or 30 because I tried different trainers and I tried different programs in between and I switched it up. And sometimes my weight would go up a little bit, then it would go back down. So, but overall, I've lost like 230 pounds from the beginning, from the very beginning when I first, you know, when I hit the. When I went to my family doctor in Cincinnati, Ohio, and he said, you're 427 pounds, you need to do something about this if you want to live a, a healthy life. And I'm like, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. But he didn't scare me and say, you must. So I'm like, if my doctor doesn't give a crap about me and my life. Who else will? Like, I have to do it for me. Like, forget about the negativity. Forget about the bullies. Forget about the people who talk shit about you. Like, that's always going to happen. That happens now when you take care of yourself and you look good. People make stuff up about you. So it's not about anybody. It's about me and my own health. And that's when I decided to, like, and I'm working on a book. And I want to inspire and encourage other people because I know that's one of the it is literally one of the hardest things I've ever been through in my life. And I know there's a lot of people out there struggling and who suffer and who think that they can't. I mean, I have friends right now who are struggling with weight issues and even myself, like we're in a pandemic right now. It's not easy. So it's just work, you know, it takes work and it's, it's a lot of discipline and a lot of dedication and it's, you know, it's not easy, but anything is possible if you really want to get it done. That's very true. Yeah, definitely. You know, um, things definitely take time. You know, that's one thing that yeah. I think whether it's, you know, um, a weight loss goal or a career, uh, you know, for example, in acting as well, things take time. And I think, one thing that I I learned along the way is you definitely have to trust the process. Right. And you definitely have to do things like how we said earlier, because you genuinely want to do it. You know, you have to have a genuine interest in it. You have to do things for you and, right. and then things will flourish, you know. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, no, it's a, it's a big achievement and congratulations on that because it's such a anytime you know, I know we talked about it before, but it's such a, it never, right. it never gets old to me. I'm like, that is amazing. No. And I've, and I've had people like in my career, like agents and managers who I've brought it up to tell me not to bring it up because they're like, nobody should know that that's your past, but it's not my past. It's who I am, you know? 
it's part of who I am today. It's what makes me different from different from other guys in my age range and my category. Because everybody hasn't lost 230 pounds by themselves without surgeries and drugs and whatever, whatever, you know, like I did it on my own. I did it through my work at like that alone says a lot about my discipline and my work ethic and my drive. Right. And I've kind of put it aside because I started, I was working on a book from when it started, like through my journals and I put it away. But now I think because I'm at a point in my life where I'm finally evolving and growing and I'm, I'm comfortable with myself, I think now's the perfect time to finish my book, put it together and put it out into the world for now because I'm free and able to talk about everything that I've gone through. I mean, because it's more in depth than just, yeah, I, I did it. I lost 230 pounds and I'm happy. Like, there's a lot that went into it. I mean, we would talk for hours, you know what yeah. I mean? But but it's it's done and it's part of, it's my lifestyle now, so. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm excited for you to. I'm really excited, yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's something where you can't, you know, even though you've, you've worked on it for a while, I think one thing about you know timing is that it's never wrong so like if especially if right if now that you feel like you know what like right now is a good time then you know that's when that's when it's you know it's time for it because i think uh one of a big problem that i think a lot of people deal with and i include myself in that as well is like sometimes we're like oh no like how come this didn't work out at the time that i wanted it to work out or how come this project didn't work out when i wanted it to you know but oh yeah I've done that many, many times. So it's like um, sometimes, you know, the plan that, you know, God has for us or the universe has for us is bigger than what we thought, you know. So right. definitely trust timing, which I'm excited for your book. I'm, I'm so excited for it to come out. Right. It's probably going to take a little bit more time because I'm doing, you know, doing a lot of different stuff with it. But it's a work in progress and it's coming together. Yeah, definitely. It's And so aside from the, the book that you, was one of your projects, um, what are some goals that you have set for the future in, in acting? Um, for the next, like I'm hoping this next in the next season, like that I book a series and I have my own TV show. Like that's my next goal. I want to be a series regular on a sitcom. And I just worked on another huge project that's sort of like for as a host. Mm -hmm. um, so that just got done during the pandemic, which I'm excited about once that's all going to come together. Um, and for me, really, I just pray to just keep working. You know, I'm on hold for another job for next week for like a commercial. So I just love work in all aspects of it. And I'm just, I just pray that I just keep getting to work and grow and evolve and, you know, do movies and more TV shows and, and, you know, everything. And I just want to keep inspiring people and, and, and inspiring myself and motivating myself to get there and to keep growing. Yeah, that's, that's such a great thing to just to kind of focus on. Especially because you you stay working. I feel like I always see you working on like on right. your story and then working out, which is like so motivating as well. But just having that that mindset that you have is is something that I always strive to have because I think sometimes I have like some days where I'm like, all right, you know, because sometimes you know the pandemic stuff could get kind of depressing for me. Because oh yeah, 
And because I'm like naturally an extrovert, you know, so I'm like, I just want to like talk to people and like, you know, be out, you know, I know some people don't care about the pandemic, but um, I'm just more right. like, you well, know, about it especially in la i've seen so many stories from la i'm like what is going on but um definitely just right keeping that like positive mindset is is so important you know right so uh you talked a little bit earlier about um when you were working on your weight loss journey earlier on you did a lot of journaling do you still yeah. do you still do journaling now yeah a little bit I do it for like goal setting and things like that, you know. Do you? How do you feel about journaling? I'm just writing how I feel and how I want to feel, like it really helps me keep clarity and focus. Right. I just recently um, started like, okay, so the pandemic has really brought out my more creative side. I've been, um, I got a, a new journal last week, and I hadn't journaled in like years. And mm -hmm. I haven't been doing it daily, but I've been doing it like every other day. And it's, it, it definitely brings clarity. Oh, yeah. And it kind of helps you focus on what you want. Right. I, I do a lot. Quite By writing it. I mean, it's so easy now because we all have our phones and our iPhones and there's an app for everything. There's an app for waking up. There's an app for whatever. But like, I love that old school mentality of just writing things out right. too sometimes. Yeah, that's true. Because it kind of gives you something to look forward to. Just like a book. Like, I just like reading a book instead of reading it on your phone. Yeah, I'm more of a visual because person. Are, yeah. I think it, I don't know. For me, personally, I think it helps. And it, it inspires me and it encourages me to right. work towards something even more. True. Do you do, um, have you ever done a vision board before? Yes, I did one last year like i feel like this year is just a wrap for everybody right because of the <laughs> right oh my goodness yeah. and we just don't know i mean not in a bad way it's been a blessing too for me like as hard as it is and there's been days where it's been very difficult but a lot of great things have happened a lot of chapters have been closed a lot of things have been cleared out in my head a lot of relationships have ended new ones have started so it hasn't been as bad as I know it could be worse because it's I've seen it be worse for other people, but I did a vision board last year and like a lot of the people I put on it, I worked with or I connected with somehow or, you know, things got done that I had put on the vision board. So I believe in it. Yeah, I, I do one every year um, with, again, I think everyone's vision board for this year kind of got screwed up a little bit. But yeah. um, one thing that... Like the whole world got screwed up. Y yeah, it's... it's <laughs> so we have to be okay and know that it's not just us, you know? And that's for anybody listening. Like, I literally was just reading something before we did this interview that the pandemic is just, it's up and down, you know, one minute it's this, the next minute it's that, you can be happy, you can be sad, you can be crying, you can be mad, you can be this, you can be that, you can be fluctuating, you can be gaining, like, there's just so many different emotions. Uh, but you were mentioning, you know, um, for everyone going, well, of course, uh, experiencing the pandemic, pandemic right now, um, it's just important just especially to stay positive as well. Right. So what? Yeah, because it's it's a challenging time, but I I believe we will all get through it. 
Yeah. What um, what tips would you give someone that has no knowledge in acting but has like a interest in it or that wants to like even one little interest of of even wanting to know more information? What tip would you give them? Um, there's really no excuse to not get information now because we have everything at the drop of our fingertips. So I think if you really want to do it, you should start locally first and get a taste of it wherever you're at. Because literally nowadays you can do, I you can film from your home. Like I literally just shot a project in the office in the house I'm living in. Really? So... If you live in the South somewhere, if you live in Kentucky or Jamaica, wherever you're at, like there's an agency in every town. So I would start, you know, take a class, look at actors that you like, look at artists that you like, look, study people that you really respect, study their work ethic. There's just so many ways to like start. And there's no answer. I mean, we've all heard the stories of people who come out of nowhere but they didn't really come out of nowhere but they come out of nowhere because now you know them you know what i mean yeah like everybody has put in their time and everybody has paid their dues so even brad pitt he was an extra he was this he was that like tiffany haddish like all these people have all done they've we all have a journey so the key is to know that your journey is going to be your journey Kiri's journey is Kiri's journey. Like everybody's journey is their own, but anything is possible. And there's no excuse to not, you know, work if that's what you want to do. But I would recommend starting locally just to get a taste of it. Maybe do like a student film, like just try to get involved with a project just so people can, so you can have a taste because it's not easy. Like, and there's a lot of sacrifices you have to make in entertainment in an entertainment career. You know, you're I'm away from my family. There's personal relationships that have ended. You know what I mean? Right. It's just a different so many different things that are involved that other people judge you and say, What are you doing? Other people think you're not doing anything because you're not famous in their eyes. What is that? You know what I mean? Yeah. All it should ever mean is what it is for you. True. But I mean, if somebody really is passionate about it, I think there's there's books for everything. There's online acting classes. Like there's so much people love special skills. Like you should be skilled at anything. Like I take dance classes. I do this. I do whatever I can to just keep growing and evolving. You know, and challenging myself. Yeah, definitely. I would commercial classes. You know, comedy classes, funny class. Like there's just drama classes how to audition on camera mm -hmm. there's just so many different things you can do to teach to learn to teach yourself yeah I, I always like to let people know the importance of investing in themselves like i it's so important like invest in you know acting classes invest in any you know um like if, if it's a class you want to take invest in yourself especially in the craft that you want right. to do you know what i mean because it takes it takes a lot of time it takes a lot you know you got to invest in yourself you got to put money in yourself you know like it takes it takes work you know what i mean and that's how you meet people too that i mean there's so many stories of people who end up working together on big tv shows and movies because they came up together they took classes together they did workshops together in a rinky dinkly theater 
10 years ago. Like I know somebody now who's a huge, you know, one of the top lead actors in a, on a new show that I love on stars. And he said he was workshopping that as a play in 2009. Well, fast forward to now 2020, he's like the star of the show, but he's been working with the lady who sold the show over 10 years ago. Damn, that's crazy. As a reader. So yeah. it's like, now is his moment. So now everyone's like, oh, who is this? He came out of nowhere. No, he didn't. He's been working on it. Yeah, that, I noticed that happens quite a bit. And like... It's to everybody. Like, people don't want to believe that. People think, oh, this person just fell out of the universe and became Cart whoever. And it's like, no, they've all paid their dues. So... Yeah, you know, that's one thing I always, always like to tell people, you know, like... Um, anytime, especially like in like the entertainment industry, when people like barely get popping, they've been putting in work, you know, like they right. and it's like it takes a lot of work, even even in like your normal nine to five. It takes a lot of work where like, you know, any job that you do have, you know, like there's always going to be someone saying like, oh, well, like, how did you how are you doing this? You know, like I've, I've been doing it long. Like you just came out of nowhere. It's like, wait, hold on. Like right. I've been putting in work. I have the experience. I've done, you know, this, you know, but it definitely takes right. a lot of patience for sure. And I've had side jobs at the beginning of my career in L.A. You know, I tried to do a couple little things until I was really working a lot as an, you know, I worked at a nonprofit. I worked at a theater company. And then I look back and I'm like, wow. But as much as I look back at it and think, however I think about those people in those situations, at the end of the day, it helped me become who I am today, you know? So. Definitely. And I'm, I'm so excited for, for people to tune into this episode and just basically just like learn a lot of like, especially about who you are and what you've done. And yeah, how and I'm an open vessel and an open book, so people can reach me on my Instagram and ask me anything they want. If they, if I can even give anybody advice, like I'm always down. I'm always there for people, as you know. Right, you're literally one of the most nicest people I've met in LA, and I've I've just recently started. Well, I mean, not this year, of course, but um, right. last year I was taking um, a few more trips to LA because I again I just felt like. One thing it's one thing about Aline, like being being able to like, I just get so motivated when I'm out there. Like I don't, I don't think I'm ready for that move yet because I'm like, right. That's just it's a hustle. It's a hold. You have to mentally prepare yourself to be out there. You know, right. So, um, mm -hmm. but it's definitely such a blessing. So, do you enjoy living out there? I do, but I also know that I, I always take breaks and go home to see my family to recharge. Like right now. Is the first time in my life I've ever not been with my family for eight months because of this pandemic. Like, I usually would have already been home, like, in June, maybe, May. Like, now it's August, and I haven't seen my family since Christmas, January. And I'm like, it's got to happen soon because L.A. is tough. Like, it's a tough town. It's nonstop. It's go, 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 go. Like, I'm usually going crazy. So, in a way, like... This whole pandemic has slowed me down and calmed me down in a way. But I also love getting out of here because I I have to get out of here sometimes, you know, to, to regroup. Yeah, that's definitely true. The one thing about Ali that you just said was very, very true. The whole like 
go, go, go. You're doing something. Basically, it feels like 24-7 where you're always working or you ha always have something going on. Like, um, when I'm out there, I, like, I literally plan, like, a weekend trip from the moment I get there. I'm busy from the moment I leave. It's it's just a crazy, crazy world out there. But um, right. thank you for taking the time out for this episode and for just even no, expressing some of the stuff that, you know, you've experienced in, in work and your upbringing as well. It means a lot. Uh, thank you. I mean, this was a lot of fun. I, of course, I'm glad we got to do this. We definitely have to do one in the future when everything calms down with the yes. pandemic. We, we, sure. we definitely have to do another one because I'm super excited just for people to listen and get inspired for sure. You know, if, if yeah, and for everybody listening, just know that we're going to get through this and you're all amazing and we're all in this fight together in this thing called life, you know, and just you just got to believe in yourself and keep going no matter what you do, no matter what you're doing. And there you have it. Thank you so much, Kiri. And for everyone listening, you guys could follow him on Instagram at Kiri Stevens. Yes. Um, if you guys have any questions, you guys want to hit him up, feel free. He is literally the sweetest person ever. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning into today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe. Let us know what you thought of today's episode and stay tuned for the next one.